Greetings, church. Pastor Smee here again as we join together in looking at our texts that are coming up for the following Sunday. It, it's the Monday after the second Sunday of Lent. We're basically a third of the way there almost. Can you believe that? It's March. I just, I can't believe the fact that these past couple of months have seemed to fly by in comparison to the last year. Last year seemed like it was forever, but these last couple of months have felt like they've just been flying by. So I'm glad that you are able to join me in this time as we dig into the scriptures. A big shout out to our listener in and or viewer in Moscow, Russia. Thank you so much for taking the time to, to download our, our podcasts and or view our videos, as well as a big big shout out to my wife she she increases my viewership by a lot so i'm thankful hi sweetie um but today we're going to be taking a look at the prayer of the day like we normally do but first before we do that we have a reading from a psalm as we always open with a psalm as sort of an opening prayer so let us prepare our hearts before we begin In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Psalm 105. Give thanks to the Lord and call upon God's name. Make known the deeds of the Lord among the peoples. Sing to the Lord, sing praises, and speak of all God's marvelous works. Glory in God's holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Search for the strength of the Lord. Continually seek God's face. Remember the marvels God has done, the wonders and the judgments of God's mouth. O offspring of Abraham, God's servant, O children of Jacob, God's chosen ones, the Lord is our God, whose judgments prevail in all the world, who has always been mindful of the covenant, the promise made for a thousand generations, the covenant made with Abraham, the oath sworn to Isaac, which God established as a statute for Jacob, an everlasting covenant for Israel saying, To you will I give the land of Canaan to be your allotted inheritance. You led out your people with silver and gold, and all their tribes there was not one that stumbled. Egypt was glad to see them go, because there were, they were afraid of them. You spread out a cloud for a covering and a fire to give light by night. They asked, and you brought quail and satisfied them with bread from heaven. You opened the rock, and water flowed, so the river ran in the dry places. For you remembered your holy word and Abraham your servant. So you led forth your people with gladness, your chosen with shouts of joy. You gave your people the lands of the nations, and they took the fruit of, their, of others' toil, that they might keep your statutes and observe your teachings. Alleluia. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. These are one of those psalms that are sort of a teaching psalm, a didactic psalm, in the sense that it, it recounts all that God has done for the people of Israel. And, and we skipped a bit of a portion in the middle because uh, our appointed text was actually verses 1 through 11 and 37 through 45. So basically these bookends, but it, it recounts to what it is that God has done for his people. Now I wonder for us, do we take the time to recount for us what God has done for us? We should. It's Lent, right? So we're on our way to Calvary. We should be remembering what Christ has done quite regularly. But maybe if you had the chance to hear my sermon from, from this Sunday, talking about telling our children of God's deliverance, telling our children of 
our sins, our sufferings, our tragedies, not trying to keep a stiff upper lip and, and, and make sure they don't know what it is that we've been through, but instead being willing to point out to them our own flaws. What a difference that would be for us in our relationship with our children because then they would be able to know what God has done for us personally in our lives so that they can see what it is that God has done for them. Well, our prayer of the day uh, for third Sunday in Lent. Holy God, through your Son, you have called us to live faithfully and act courageously. Keep us steadfast in your covenant of grace and teach us the wisdom that comes only through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Again, you can notice that we are not in the green season. Right now we are in a festival time in the church calendar, and so we have that longer um, ending to our prayers, where, where we are giving thanks to Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with God the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. But we begin with holy God, I mean, set apart God, sacred God, the, the God that, that is above us. Through your Son, that is Jesus, you've called us to live faithfully and act courageously. There's this calling there uh, for us to attach ourselves to God, to trust God, to consider him trustworthy, but then also to be faithful in our love for others as he has been faithful to us. We love because he first loved us. But then also it says to act courageously, to hold on to what it is that we have first believed, to hold on to our first love that is God, not to use God as, as a bully pulpit or to beat people up with or to hold them down. But there are times when we have to speak up for what God's Word says, what the calling of Christ is upon us, what the Gospel has to do in our lives. And, and be courageous in the sense also too, though, as I, as I said, dealing with the psalm reading that we had for today, being willing to be open, to be vulnerable, to know that maybe some people are going to judge us if they find out about our brokenness, find out about our sins, find out about our failings, find out about the hardships that we're going through, whether it's the anxiety that we're dealing with with COVID or the fact that we've had issues with jobs or, or whatnot. Being willing to be open with that, but then also with that, that not being the end of the story, but saying, no, I hold on to these things only for this reason that God has pulled me through, that God has provided this deliverance. And this deliverance comes here. It says, keep us steadfast in your covenant of grace. Keep us steadfast. Hold us. Help us to stand there. Give us a solid foundation there in your grace, your covenant, your contract of grace, saying, I'm not going to charge you a dime. I'm going to love you. I'm going to come to you. I'm going to capture your heart. I'm going to send my Holy Spirit into your ears that you might hear the gospel of Jesus Christ to know that you are forgiven, that you are loved, that you are bought at a price, that, that Christ's tomb is empty so that death cannot be a danger to you anymore. And then it says to teach us the wisdom that comes only through Jesus Christ. This is holding on to two different things. Uh, one, our, our Old Testament reading is going to be the Ten Commandments. 
But then two, our epistle reading is Paul telling us that God's wisdom is greater than human wisdom and God's wisdom includes a crucified Jesus. And we'll have more on that on Thursday. But to, to teach us the wisdom of Christ, the wisdom that almost always looks like losing, almost always looks like failure, and it's in our failings, it's in our hardship, it's in our weakness that then God is strong, that God's strength is to be able to be used by us, that the Spirit comes into us because the Spirit knows we can't do it without Him. And so we hold on to that. Well, as we go into this week, may this prayer be our prayer. As we go through Lent and as we go through this remainder of COVID, let us pray. Holy God, through your Son, you have called us to live faithfully and act courageously. Keep us steadfast in your covenant of grace and teach us the wisdom that comes only through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. God's blessings be with you, church. Go in peace. Serve the Lord. We'll see you tomorrow.